For our podcast disclaimer, please visit the episode description. Joining us today on What the Heck is Happening in HR is Kevin Hentinger. And Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. So, um, Kevin, uh, you've had an amazing HR career. You continue to just hit great heights of it. But you started, or at least you had a long stint over in um, a different type of HR area, and that's with working with a sovereign nation. So tell us about working in a sovereign nation in HR and how you made that transition to private industry. Yeah, absolutely. And it certainly was unique as I started my HR career and journey um, with the Seminole Tribe of Florida. Um, you know, as I'm, I'm trying to become an HR professional, I'm going to your classes, I'm going, I'm taking the PHR, I'm doing the SPHR. And then I'm, you know, I'm learning that, you know, not all the same rules apply for a sovereign nation. And I don't want to say that in a, in a bad way whatsoever, um, but certain federal laws don't apply to sovereign Indian lands. Um, certain things we don't didn't have to worry about, I guess, is the way to put it. Um, so that you know, in my time as, as I'm becoming an HR professional, you know, we would get uh, EEOC letters, and well, they don't apply to us. We just would let mm-hmm. our our uh, our counsel know, and uh, we kind of rip them up, throw them in the shredder, and it, you know, so that was unique to us. Uh, but yeah, learning about what laws apply to sovereign lands. Um, was was interesting learning what laws don't apply to sovereign lands. Um, and, and it doesn't mean just because, you know, I don't want anyone to think that just because we didn't uh, have to worry about EEOC letters that we didn't follow best practices and we didn't do the right thing um, because we certainly did and we didn't want to have a reputation or uh, of not doing that. So we always did what was the right thing, um, at least what we always thought was the right thing. I'm sure you could ask some people, they, they wouldn't agree with me. Um, but we always did what we thought was the right thing. We, we followed the rules, we followed the law, we followed our policies and procedures. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we just sometimes weren't accountable to all of those. Um, and, you know, from an HR standpoint, when I would tell my peers in the Tampa Bay area about that, they would, they would their jaw would drop and they would say, wow, that must be awesome not to have to worry about uh, some of those things. And, I, I, you know, I guess it was uh, at times. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still think that we did everything that we should do. I think we follow the rules. I think we were ethical. Um, you know, I could always sleep at night and we put it that way. So I don't think I was unethical at any time, but uh, it definitely was interesting working um, and then having a, a governing body, which was the Seminole Tribe of Florida's um, governing body that, you know, it's a separate government. They are ran um, all the proceeds from the casino, not all the proceeds, but the casino operations um, for the Tampa Hard Rock that paid for you know, a, a governing body to run and it paid for um, this, the members of the Seminole tribe to, to have their, their government functions. Well, you know, that's basically the taxes, you know, mm-hmm. we pay taxes um, to our government for the roads, the streets, the military, the police, the, you know, the schools. And, and that's what the proceeds from the Seminole tribe, that's where they, they got their money was from the casino. So uh, it was definitely interesting when it came to that, you know, the Seminole tribe members um, often spoke to us about how, you know, impactful, obviously, and how important it is. And and the Seminole Tribe of Florida is a very well-off tribe, obviously, um, having several casinos throughout the state of Florida. Um, but then when you see it compared to other uh, Native American tribes throughout the country that are not so well-off, um, it's 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 kind of impactful for you when you think about how how much um, 
you know, how well off they are because of, of, the, of the casino and, and what we're doing for them. Yeah, absolutely. I dr- I grew up in Western New York where we had Senecas and Iroquois Indians, and um, actually a lot of them uh, still there today. So I just want to um, it, it, a couple things. I guess it was interesting to hear you say that you were able to keep kind of track of all the compliance issues, even though you didn't need to follow all of those um, for the, especially the federal government, um, like FMLA, like perhaps the EEOC because yeah. of that. But you kept up to date with it anyways, because you couldn't have gotten your SPHR without that. <laughs> yeah, I, I obviously knew what was going on legally, and I, and I, and I was very aware of it. Um, you know, we have a great HR team. I was there, great leadership, um, both in the Tampa area and then um, at our corporate office. Um, but like, for example, you brought up FMLA, you know, we did not have to follow FMLA mm-hmm. and we would not use that terminology FMLA when somebody would come talk to us, but we had a leave of absence policy that mirrored FMLA exactly. Mm. And we never would say, oh, well, we don't have to follow FMLA. So you're out of here um, again, because that's not best practice. First of all, right. you know, first of all, you've got people who've worked in other jurisdictions or other companies and they know what FMLA is. Um, they may not know all the details all the time, but they know what they know that they're entitled to three months of unpaid leave. Um, so we followed it. We mirrored a lot of the rules exactly the same, mm-hmm. um, but we were very cautious not to use that terminology. And that's one of the things that we would talk about with our outside counsel. You know, we we can give up our sovereignty if we if we are not careful on how we word things. Mm. Um, so there were certainly times where I would find myself. Um, getting myself into a little bit of trouble because I would start going down a path of accommodations or I would go down a path of uh, ADA. And again, those are things that we did not have to follow, but as a best practice, we did. Um, so, you know, we just had to be careful how we worded some of our terminology and how we um, would discuss those things. And um, I, I think that was something that, you know, again, I kept up with through my professional certifications, through my networking, through best practices in HR. And that's something that we would talk about, and that was something that I would talk about with my team members, you know, this is how it is here. And then this is how it is, how it, how it could be, or how it should be, or how the, the law writes it. Mm-hmm. Thanks and for again, that. Then. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to follow up and say, um, there were certainly laws that we did have to follow. We had to follow anything related to FLSA. We certainly had a couple of um, exempt, non-exempt um, audits during my time there. Um, that we had some some minor issues with that we had to correct. Um, and we were always worried about unionization. Um, mm-hmm. That is one that certainly applies to Indian lands. Um, so we were always worried about unionization. Uh, Tampa, obviously not as strong of a union town, but our, our, south, our southern properties in Miami, much more so. So those are always things that we were cognizant of. And um, if we did have an issue, we could certainly have a union drive if we weren't careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you had amazing engagement of your folks there, and I always loved watching your LinkedIn posts, uh, celebrating your HR folks as well as all your employees. And I just think the culture that you created there was pretty amazing. So um, thanks so much for that insight, Kevin. Um, I think it helps us understand the tools that we could bring to a sovereign nation as HR people, but also the tools we wouldn't perhaps be using um, because of compliance, but rather because of best practices. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Kevin. We really appreciate you teaching us a bit more about working in HR and in a sovereign nation. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.